0: you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Brian James Miller. Episode one of the Excellence Mindset podcast. This is the trial by fire. Um, so we're going to see how this goes. I'm excited because I have with me today one of my best friends in the whole wide world, a confidant. A great business professional. John Welch is a red mallard. Hello. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you, you are doing well. So you decided to be guest number one. I wanted to be. Guest you guest. wanted to be guest number Fought one. Fought for it. Fought for it. Yes. Because you just have to be number one. Uh, no, because I
1: think I'm the best person to guide you or be your, be your sojourner for this trial run. That'll probably be a disaster,
0: <laughs> but awesome. So we're going to mess this whole thing up. Everyone's going to hear us mess it up a bunch and it's going to be fun. Well,
1: imagine if you were interviewing, uh, you know, somebody very important like uh, Ryan Dice or one of, you know, your, your uh, Gary Vee, you know, people on the first one, that would be, that wouldn't go well. You got to, you got test on the
0: lowliest, person you can find. I don't know about the lowliest. What? If I had Gary Vee on here, that'd be a big problem because he'd yeah. F-bomb so much that I'd have to bleep You'd everything bleep out. Well, All right. So let's start. A okay. uh, couple of questions that uh, I've shared with you. We're going to see how this goes. So yeah. first off, who are you?
1: Uh, my name is John and I live in Yorba Linda. I have a lovely wife, three children, three children. I've always lived in Yorba Linda except for a few years in orange where we, you know, worked on getting equity in our home so we could move back to Yorba Linda. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I'm a follower of Jesus. I try to be a, a, a good business owner. And I, you know, that is a loaded question that seems so simple to answer. <laughs> I own a company called red mallard, uh, where I, a small
0: agency i was told not to say small agency we're an agency in orange county we can edit that out maybe yeah <laughs> we'll see about that oh man and you said jesus half the people just stopped listening so oh. the three that were on here just cut down to one and a half real quick or two or more gathered <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's going to stay that way for you two people that are listening today <laughs> all right so you started to talk about what you what you do yeah. uh, at least as it relates to business uh, and red mallard. So why don't you explain a little bit about, uh, red mallard? Uh, I don't need the whole big sales pitch, okay. but just so people can kind of get a clip.
1: Red Mallard likes to help people. You know, I'm not, um, somebody that is, I, I, I don't read every marketing blog out there. I mean, I'm attentive, but I, I am, you know, the company is designed to help people with their problems. We just happen to be very good at telling stories and doing understanding what their pain point is and understanding who their customer or their audience, what their pain point is. I, I'm very in, I, I I guess I feel like I'm a good discerner of, of things and I'm an empathetic person. And I feel like that kind of drives the tone of our business. Yeah.
0: That's why I say you're probably the best storyteller I know. Well, there you go. (laughs) I was going to convince everybody else of that and good stories, not the bad ones. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm just kind of getting some of this uh, junk out of the way before I guess we get to fun. Uh, so why did you decide to go off on your own, create an agency? Because you had history in uh, in the marketing world and you decided one day to go do it yourself.
1: Yeah, I, I got a degree in creative writing from UC Riverside, which is a great institution. I loved uh, my time there. I learned to hone and. And the, the craft of story, I, I read some of the greatest short stories and novels ever written in that time um, or just during my time there and just focused on what it is to write, what it is to be a writer. And so and then at the near the end of my near close to graduation, I was telling my professors, hey, I think I'm going to go try to be a copywriter. And all of them said, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go into advertising it'll destroy your craft. And I was like, ah, that's not true. It was true, but I let it happen. You know, I let the work at an agency, uh, kind of become, uh, what was not, I let it seep into who I was when it was just a job. You know, it was, it was, it was good work and it was fun. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, there's, there's many stories and books out there about what it's like to be, uh, on the lowest rung on the totem pole at an agency and they're all true. Um, you turn them and you burn them kind of thing. We saw a lot of people come and go and I just didn't like that culture. I didn't like the feeling there. Um, you know, it was very, it was very sales focused, which you have to be, but it was also, it was, there was no focus on the culture. Um, and the, the focus that I felt was on the culture did just seem disingenuous. Um, and, but for, you know, for lack of a better, understanding at that time, I can see now though, that, that maybe they were trying hard, but I was kind of young and naive and maybe didn't get, have a full grasp of what it's like to own up. You know, at that time it was a 150 person agency. Yeah. And so, um, I, I left there, uh, in 2008 with a uh, partner who was, a uh, my, my boss at the time, uh, from the agency, we had a partnership that, you know, lasted about, um, six or eight months, but I wouldn't be doing this if, if it wasn't for her because she was more gung ho. I'm still, I'm not a gung ho entrepreneur. You know, I think, I think I'm less of an entrepreneur than I am more of a business owner, which I'm fine with. Um, but you know, she was very gung ho and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if she hadn't, you know, grabbed my hand and said, let's jump off the cliff. So not
0: gung ho, like you're like, snail slow turtle slow or sloth slow intentional slow. <laughs> intentional <laughs> slow even you said that slow
1: <laughs> so yeah it's i am i'm just i'm i'm not in a hurry i'm trying not to be in a hurry yeah you know you be in a hurry you miss a lot of things and yeah so I, i'm trying and i and i think that's just based on our growth too so uh, 2008, I started the, the company. It was a very creative name, J. Welch's and Associates. And I where did you come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I put myself in a dartboard and <laughs> threw darts, and it hurt. First one hurt, so that's, there we go. Um, yeah, and it's it's been quite the ride. I I've I started off just going to all my friends' dads and moms who own businesses and saying, hey. I do this. Can you do, can you need this? Yeah. And some of them said, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll entertain you for a while. And some of them are still clients, which is very kind, but you know, that was it. That was, that was the, the pounding of the pavement was, leveraging the relationships that, that I had at the time. And it's kind of no different than it
0: is today. Just a lot of new relationships to leverage. I I actually kind of find that interesting. Something that you said, actually, there's quite a few things that I want to get back to. But so one thing that you said that I found was interesting was when you started off in business on your own, uh, you went to friends and family and said, right. I think you need what I've got to offer, please. Right, Um, and so that was what really got you off the ground, right? And you said, you know, you have some of those today, which is awesome. What I find is interesting, though, is and this is a little bit uh, off topic, but I find it interesting that when we get into business, the longer that we're in business, the more fearful we are of doing business with friends and family. You know, you see that a lot, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. And, And yet. Like for you, and I think for a lot of people, when they start a business, that's what got—that's what gets them going, right? Yeah. And so I don't know if it's like desperation causes us to um, to overcome the fear of doing business with friends and family, and, and which is great. But then the farther along we get, we start to like build up this fear of wanting to do business with friends and family because we're afraid to like screw up the relationship, right. or uh, maybe. We start to realize that we're a phony, and we don't want to. We, we don't want to uh, uh, mess up, uh, you know, serving that person.
1: Yeah. No, I think uh, you know. You said phony, and I, I immediately grab onto that because you know, uh, imposter syndrome is something that I battle often, less and less, but often still. Like it's just something that creeps into the psyche. Um, you know, whenever anything bad goes that goes, you know, starts happening, I, I immediately start to pray, but I also immediately start to, to question. You know what? What did I do wrong, or what am I? Am I this really right for me? Which I know is not true. Yeah, I know those things that um, that sh- I need to not listen to anymore, and, and, and just get right back to it. And so, uh, but you know, it's friends and family, and, and working with with those folks. I mean, we've become best friends, and um, and but I hired you you know, back all those years ago to, you know, to, to thank because you. Cause I wanted to grow and my family. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, and, uh, but it was one of those things where I, I, I can't do it alone. And I think that, that that's, I couldn't have gotten to where I am today without many people, yourself included and those early clients that, you know, can you do a website for $500? Yes. I'd love to. <laughs> no,
0: he can't. Not now.
1: <laughs> but you know, back then it's like, they don't know if I could do a website.
0: Right. Right.
1: And they didn't really need a website. Right. Even 10 years ago, it was still websites were at best a, a PDF brochure with some, with some HTML. And so, but now it's, now it
0: can be make or break your business. Yeah. Um and yet every once in a while you still find the person that's using that PDF. So thank God. <laughs> you know <laughs> that keeps you in business? Right.
1: Uh that's good. So but yeah, you know, there's I, I get your point. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of desperation that drives, you know, any a lot of decisions. There's a lot of fear that drives decisions. And I think that's one of the the things that you've helped me get past is not letting those things drive the business, but letting letting the actual the things I was designed to be drive the business and the, and the, and the desire to serve drive the business.
0: Yeah. 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 De- definitely designed to be right. Like something that I'm fighting for. And I think that something that more and more people need to fight for is getting really clear about what you have been designed for. Right. Like right. what you are built to do, your unique gifts, your unique talents are far different than mine. And right. so we may be able to do the same job and we'd be able to do the same job well or good Good but one of us is going to do it better than the other because of you know that makeup okay so uh podcast excellence mindset i've been harping on this idea of excellence and so to you how would you define excellence Um, um, excellence in any category yeah, yeah. Just overall, I mean, you know, we can talk professionally if you feel it's a little bit different than personally. But if if I said I want you to be excellent, or that person is excellent, like what 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 would encompass that? I think if I mean, just to go off the
1: first thing that comes to my head that that sounds articulate um, and possibly tweetable <laughs> is uh, the ability to to stick to one's convictions to. Through the end, to 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 abide by your convictions to the very end. I don't know if that makes
0: sense. No, I. I,
1: But it's. I I think there's a lot of, you know, I don't. Whenever we have, you know, clients that want to put the word excellence in a tagline, um, you know, it's it's always it's like, okay, well, how do we define that? You know, what is excellence for you? And so. Um, and then for me to answer it now, it's like, you know, excellence is, is, you know, not sales oriented. I think it's, 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 it's in spite of sales. It's in spite of failures. It's in spite of the wins and losses. It's, you can be excellent and still be a failure or fail. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh,
0: absolutely. And maybe it's how well you fail. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I actually, I, I think that that is, a huge part of it, right? Like if we think about this pursuit of excellence, uh, that bar is going to be a little bit different for, for each one of us. And the path is going to be different for each one of us. But I think a lot of times excellence is demonstrated when we're at our worst, right? Right. It's like, it's easy to be amazing when things are going really well. And especially now more than ever, right? Like I, I can portray myself to the rest of the world as really amazing through social media. I just have to hide all the garbage, and so I look to be just this top tier, top level person. What people don't know is I'm going home and crying myself to sleep, you know, three nights a week because life is miserable. Right. Not that mine is right now, uh, but it has been in the past. Right. Sure. Like I think I think it's really easy uh, to uh, to to get into that hole. Yeah. Um, okay. So for you, um, not for you. Let's say just in general, what do you think comes first, confidence or success?
1: Uh, Confidence or success? I would say. um, I mean, if I have to pick one of the two, I would say confidence. But just enough confidence. And I think you know, the more success you have, the more your confidence can build. But I think you know you. And the (laughs) that's a tough one. But I would say confidence. I think you need you need enough confidence in yourself, just enough. Announce a grain, you know, a pebble of confidence to step out there. You know, I have a lot of friends that are very kind to me and they tell me how proud they are of me, or they, or, you know, especially my wife from, you know, my family, just, you know, are very kind about just acknowledging having a business. And, you know, so, cel- you know, we're celebrating 10 years this year of just going out on my own. And, um, when I look back and I look at the books or I look at just where, you know, compare myself to other, you know, business owners, I'm like, well, oh, I could be, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, we could be doing this, this amount of revenue or all that. And it's like, well, focus on where, where for me, to me, it's where God has me yeah, and, 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 and what I've been given to steward and, 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 but, and also to celebrate that, to not, to not, dumb it down or diminish it. Cause we're not all meant to have
0: the same or be the same. Yeah. I mean, I think that like, so, so much of what you said in there is so valuable for us to just talk about, but for other people to hear. And I think it's just like confidence is so important for me. Uh, first of all, to differentiate it vastly from cockiness, right? Cause those things get jumbled up too much, but like confidence, I think is so important because to me, confidence is a deep seated belief that what I am doing is right. Yeah. Right. And so uh, in business, if I am offering a product or service, I am confident that what I'm delivering is what I say I'm delivering. I'm confident that it's actually going to solve a problem. I'm confident that uh, my the, when I say I'm speaking the truth, that it is in fact the truth. Back to your top or your uh, statement on convictions, I'm confident that I'm living out the convictions that you know are inside of me. Um, I'm confident that. Um, I am living and being as God has created me to be right. I just think that that's so super duper important. And I think that that's so different than success even. And I like that you said confidence comes before success. I mean, I would just, you know, I would agree. I think that success may or may not come right. You know, but com- well, confidence I mean, is there forever. Yeah. or I mean, can be. You can look at some of the evil,
1: you know, campaigns throughout world history. Those people were very confident unfortunately they weren't ultimately successful yeah you know yeah. i don't need to name any of them but it's you know it's evident that people can be very confident in the
0: wrong things yeah i mean this this is a tangent that you know i, I definitely don't want to get down and i don't think anybody wants to hear about but like i i always say and, and and my statement can be challenged a little bit i don't want to qualify it too much but like i feel like adolf hitler was one of the most Phenomenal leaders Mm -hmm. in some sense that the world has ever seen. He was confident in what he was doing. Who knows what he went home and did right behind uh, behind the closed door, but he demonstrated such a level of confidence in what he believed and the approach that he took and then the path that he was leading people down. He tricked millions of people into believing that he was doing the right thing. Right. right? And, uh, and I, like I said, there's a lot in that, but like that was confidence, right? He was not successful. Like he was an epic failure in right. every sense of the imagination. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, uh, in terms of success, uh, would you? It's funny. I, I don't want to ask you this question because I know how you're going to answer it. Would not, would you not the listener <laughs> or listener? Would you consider yourself to be successful? Um,
1: for the most part, yes. Which I maybe isn't what you were expecting. I wasn't actually. See, um, but I'm not done. Which I'm kind of coming to this 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 year 2018 with 10 years behind me now or almost 10 years behind me of doing this um, is that there's you know <laughs> every every month every day sometimes in the business I'm in of owning it is can often just be so specific and there's it's got its own specific set of problems and um, you know and I've gone through some definite tough situations be owning a business uh but it's also it's 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 work it's my livelihood it's it's what i do and it provides for my family and it provides for our staff and and uh it it you know we've got some a great team and and all that stuff but if i've often it's often felt very temporary hmm. just like oh this isn't you know i've never i'm not a great vision caster for myself and so you know that's something i've been working on lately with with some different folks and uh, to, to to now think about this business for 10 20 years because what else am i going to do i really don't <laughs> back yourself into a corner <laughs> yeah i mean i really don't want to do anything else yeah. you know there's i mean there's you know personal stuff that i want to do but i can't really think of anything else that i'd rather do cuz i get to do what I want to do most, which is connect and develop deep connections and serve people. Um, and also be creative and write. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that to me is I'm getting paid well to do that. And I get to help other people make money, do that. And I get to provide those, you know, what are, you know, in a sense gifts to other people or, you know, it's, it's work. And so it's, it's kind of a cool point to be at where, this is what I will be doing the rest of my life. However, that, however long that may be, um, but you know, it's this is what I'll be doing. Unless somebody just decides to acquire red mallard for a fortune, who knows? You know, that's but that's not the goal. That's not the that's that's yeah. that's a that's a that's not a part of the plan right
0: now. I, knowing you. Um, I, I appreciate a statement that you just made way more than probably most people will hearing this, the three people that are going to listen. It's up from two earlier, but your the way. mom, my mom, <laughs> who've
1: already tuned out and my wife and your wife and your wife. No, my wife fell asleep. One of the, <laughs> one of the best, best, things I want to I you know this will be, I'll, I'll be cocky for a moment. Um, I won an award, uh, for, from UC Riverside for a short story and my wife hadn't read it yet. And, you know, I asked her, would you like to read it? And she said, yeah. So I give it to her and I leave the room because, you know, you you in the same room with something, something you created it was always a little weird. You feel like you're on, on, under the microscope. And so I left the room for about 15, 20 minutes. I went back. She's totally just conked out. So,
0: the story was so amazing. The story was so amazing. It just threw her into dreamland. Anyways, back to your statement. I, I, uh, I kind of wonder sometimes if my wife actually even knows what I do. There you go. No, that's, yeah. Um, okay. So uh, uh, back to a statement that you made. Yeah. You said, what else would I do? What I love so much about that coming from you is that is not – I'm incapable of doing anything else. And so I'm stuck doing this job for the rest of my life. It is, I know what I've been created to do. I know my purpose in life and at least professionally right now until God speaks to you and says, it's, you know, it's something different. You know that you have no other options. And I think that's just, that's amazing for me to like, to, to ponder on. And I wish more people were that convicted, uh, about what they're doing. I think,
1: and to unpack the no other options comment, cause I don't want to think, I don't want it to be received as a mm-hmm. negative sense. Cause I think it's, it's not so much a negative. It's more that I've discovered something. And I think it's been a 10 year process of discovery, you know, ups and downs and various things that, you know, you, you don't. I think we're in a world of individual tastes and individual needs and demands. Um, I just read a great email by uh, a friend who's a content marketing master, Robert Rose, came out yesterday just talking about on demand and all the things that our culture wants now. You know, Netflix and all these different programs, on demand content, on demand content, just that serve our immediate needs and. You know, how many do we subscribe to that we actually digest or use that we're paying 10 bucks a month for And then also just what what do they, do they really make us better individuals and it's uh, what I think is, is fascinating is that this like the, the, the no other options sentiment is it's not that there's no other options it's just that there are plenty of options. But this is the one I'm meant to do. Yeah. I could spend the rest of my life, you know, being a a pastor or being a, a, you know, something that is, you know, not, you know, I don't know, you know, a, a, a bail bondsman. I don't know. You know, there's there's plenty of other options and other other great careers. And but it's this is what I need to do. This this is the option. And I think what 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 lacks so often, what's lacked even the last ten years of that, this is is acknowledging that that requires commitment, and that requires the conviction. Yeah, it's for me to buy into my own conviction.
0: Yeah, continually yeah. every day. Right. Present it before the Lord <laughs> and just say, "This is it." Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, I I, I personally, again, because you know, knowing you, know, I, I didn't take that negative at all, and I think that again, that's something that like. We should so deeply believe in what we're doing. You know, this is what I've been created to do. This is my sole purpose in life, uh, that I can't do anything else, right? right? Like it's impossible for me to do anything else because I'm like, my conviction says that this is it. And that may be in, you know, a a different organization for some person that may be in a different role. Um, but yeah, if I, if I was to get acquired for some reason or the business went out of business for some, you know. But these things happen. Um,
1: I would still be doing what I do, but somewhere else. But your mom's not going to let you go out
0: of business. And so, Mom, don't let that happen. (laughs) I'll pay back that loan someday. Um, A loan? No, we're not going to get into that right now. Okay. Uh, Business-wise, let's let's stick to business for these uh, next couple of uh, questions. So uh, greatest failure in business to date? And or I'll actually, I'll couple of these together. And or greatest regret in business today. Oh yeah. <sighs> um. Do you feel like we should be smoking pipes right now? <laughs> you said pipes. <laughs> yeah, like smoking a pipe. Had a had a glass of bourbon right now. Just sitting here chilling, having a conversation. It's it's nine in the morning. <laughs> just kidding. It's almost one.
1: It's almost one. Mom, um, that would be okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> um greatest failure i think is what what probably is shared by many um i've had a lot of i won't say transcendent ideas in business but i've had a lot of good ideas that probably would have made a good amount of money that i just didn't commit to
0: um years ago is the sunshade still going listen that's that's a separate entity. That's a separate entity. We're going to edit, that, edit out. that out. No, we're not. We're going to leave <laughs> that there. Go Google that.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, no, there's just, there's a lot of, then that's not one of them. Um, <laughs> there, there's just, there's several things that I think if, had I committed to them, we would be in a different spot. And we're not, we're not in a bad spot, but we're, it, it moves, it changes the dynamic of the business though. It would move it from a relational one to more of a transactional subscription kind of one where everybody wants to have a subscription-based business. Everybody wants to have 8,000 people spending $150 a month, but that's a different kind of business that brings its own set of headaches, its own set of expenses. I couldn't do that with my team as it is today. I would have probably 200 employees or 150, you know, whatever it would be.
0: Can you imagine those problems?
1: I don't think I'm wired for them, I, or if I am, I need to have such a magnificent set of buffer people between me and some of those problems that I would be making. They're not even people anymore; they're yeah. just problems. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't know if that's me. It's it's you know it's it's I'm not there. Yeah. Now maybe I'll be there later, but right now it's That that to me is what not just those. Ideas, but it's, it's the, it's knowing that those are good ideas and not even trying.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's, that's I get regret. that. I get that. Um, okay. Greatest influence in your life. Um.
1: Greatest influence in mind. I don't feel like I have to say this, but I, I feel like I get to say it, but by, I, you know, by all intents and purposes, my, it would be my dad. Yeah. You know, I didn't even my, say that, but, uh, but, but I, but I think that's the right answer for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, he's, he's, uh, you know, I, both my parents are amazing people. Um, my dad has just been a, um, very transparent force for a lot of people. Um, and always accessible. Yeah. And, you know, really, yeah. You know, I'll leave it at that. All
0: right. Uh, so for the three people listening, um, We gotta stop saying that. No, no, they're there. It's gonna be a running joke for a while until they prove to me that there's more than that out there. Um, How, how would somebody else, um, how would somebody else get to the place that you're at in being so confident that you're doing what you should be doing? Thanks. Like, just what are what are some things that maybe you've done over the last few years? Right, we're talking about again like this. I feel How like faith-based can this be? I, you, you can say whatever you want. I mean, I think it's, I think it's extremely important because, you know, we're again talking about, or I'm trying to drive home this idea of like this pursuit of excellence. Yeah. And I think that like, again, living out you is the ultimate way to pursue excellence, right? You as you, right. me as me, them mm-hmm. as them. And so what are some things that you would suggest people do? Because, you know, we're going to have all different flavors of people that I'll I'll have this, I'll ask this question to. And so what would you say? I, you know, I, 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 I am compelled.
1: And with, with joy, I say I've, I've chosen to get, get to know Jesus more consistently than I ever have in the last uh, three to five years. And so, and, and that's because I need it. I need him. I need, I need the, the assurance of things, uh, you know, hope for with what's that verse? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? I need the, I need that assurance that I'm loved uh-huh. and that I have hope that, 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 that will bring, um, not in, infinity, but just, it brings, uh, it brings that confidence yeah. to, to do things, to step out in faith and to, um, to be, uh, who I am, who I was created to be. Uh, for a non-Christian or, you know, anybody else out there that, um, uh, you know, to me it's, I I can't really advise anything else. I, I, you know, you can, you can believe in yourself and I think that's, those are fine things. And I think people do amazing things on their own and, and, uh, but I, I can't do it on my own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and I think, I think that's fair because I mean, you know, obviously, you know, I have, the same core conviction that you do in that. And yet I work with coaching, consulting people that walks that, life. That, that, that don't have that same belief I do. right? And, and, and yet I would tell them the same thing, right? Like, so I would say, regardless of whether you believe or not that, you know, ultimately God has created everybody. Um, in, you know, very unique giftings and talents, mm-hmm. equal in in value. And so because of that, God has created that person uniquely. So you need to pursue that. Right. Even if you don't believe in that, you should still fight to pursue, you know, that that understanding of who you are, right? If we don't have that, like, yes. that, that's, that, that was the whole reason why Simon Sinek, has just become such a master in this conversation is because he got to people's why, right. And our why is burst out of who we are. Right. Yeah. And I think so many people fight
1: who, what their true identity is and mask it with other identities, Right. mask it right. with things that are, are whether it's counterculture or just, um, whatever it is, you know,
0: I, well, I think it goes back to social influence, right? I think like it, we see all of these masters in whatever in your business, content marketing. We see masters in 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 my arena, in coaching, in keynote speakers, in just public figures, and so we attach our pursuit of excellence and success to that person, and we just get so distracted because. No matter what, like we may be able to achieve the same monetary goals that they do, mm-hmm. or the same lifestyle that they do, but we can never be them,
1: right? And I think that's, and not to date this podcast, but you know, just this week we've had two fairly influential people in society and culture, you know, kill themselves. Yep. And to me, that's that is who who were they trying to be if 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 you know, to the world, it seemed like they had, they had become, they were themselves, they were this, they they had a brand, you know, we all have our own brand. Some of us just may not like that brand. Yeah. Yeah. And other people tell us they don't like our brand or whatever, however they tell us. But, you know, it's, it's really, it's tragic that, that we associate so much to the celebrity status. And then when they do this, it kind of Sort of questions the American dream in a way.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I think that, I mean, obviously there are so many things that, and factors that weigh in on something like that happening Mm -hmm. to somebody. But, uh, I think that it's so easy to lose a sense of who we are, right? Like I think when we see a celebrity take their own life, we immediately go see success isn't satisfactory Mm -hmm. and okay. Like that, that could be a fair statement. But that's not necessarily why that got them to where they are, right? No, they I do mean, that.
1: depression like, and mental illness are still far, far too, you know, neglected as yeah. as actual illnesses. I think that's just proof
0: for us that it's easy for us all to lose our way, right? right. Like when, when I no longer, and, and, and not even that this completely prevents it, but when I no longer live as the person that I've been created to be and am in that narrow lane, staying in that lane, I begin to lose just a sense of who I am. And before we know it, we're just out of control. Right. Right. And thank God it doesn't always end that bad for some of us. It's just that moment of like, Oh my gosh, I need to do something differently in life. But you know, I just, I think that like, there's just so much distracting us that it's really easy to get into that place. Right. And
1: people are going to dissect and, you know, seek for all the answers two questions about why somebody would take their own life or why this business is better than this business you know but there are some answers that are that there there are questions that are answered in the actual work you know there's no there is no perfect formula you know i have a, a friend of mine told me uh, my therapist uh <laughs> told me once and i was told him i was you know preparing for my first child i was reading some books he said that's great but remember, there was no there was no book written for your child. <laughs> you know, you can read all the books that you want about being a parent, being the perfect parent, being the right parent, being the whatever that means to you. But there was not one book written for your child. Your child will require their own set of things. And and I, that, that's all of us. We're all that way. Um, we are writing our own story as we go and. None of them, not all of them, are swashbuckling <laughs> adventures, and not all of them are sitting in the in the, the cubicle three A in the on the 18th floor of what whatever building. You know, it's they're all different.
0: Yeah, no, and, absolutely. All right, we're wrapping up. We've gone way longer than I thought. Yeah, I guess, we'll see what happens I here. I don't know why we did this on a treadmill. <laughs> Oh God. You tired now? <laughs> That'd be a good idea. All right. Uh, last two questions. Um, you know, where you rest today. You look back to your 20 year old self. What is one thing that you would tell yourself? Um, one thing I would
1: tell 20 year old John, uh, well, 20 year old John hadn't yet said out loud that he, uh, wanted to be a writer. It was the great Sunshine Vidal at in College who was scared that I was entering my third year of college or of junior college and wanted me to get the heck out of there. And she said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be a writer. And so I would tell 20-year-old John to say that, to say it, own it, and move on. And start writing, get your crap together early, get, like... get your crap together. Don't just, you know, and, and trust, 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 even though you don't know the plan, even though you don't know God that well, even though you don't know all these things, trust that it will work out. And that's still a hard thing. That's still, you know, 36 year old John still has a hard time, you know, with that, with that, because it's, it's not meant to be easy. Right.
0: Right. It ain't
1: meant to be, you know, it will never be easy.
0: Yeah, I read somewhere see. that our life is full of trials and tribulations. I think I think that uh, this side of heaven, yes, that's we're all. just going to continue to see him,
1: right? Because otherwise, we don't need God. Yep. or we, you know, we don't need,
0: yeah, because other in so, yeah, no, absolutely. And I am um, uh, not to get too far off on this, but I read a great book uh, not too long ago by Ryan Holiday, who is uh, kind of a modern day stoic philosopher. Uh he's written a lot of great books. One was The Obstacle Is the Way and he talks just about that. Like the challenge that stands in front of you, instead of always trying to avoid it. Right. Go through it. Because yeah, step in yeah, a friend of mine,
1: Alan Fadling, uh has always said, Step into if you're if you see fear,
0: step into the fear. Yep. All right. No explanation. Best book you've read.
1: Ah, uh, it's the worst question for a writer to answer. Right there. Uh Stoner by John Williams. And that's what we're
0: gonna leave you with. Go <laughs> read Stoner by John Williams. Not the, not the composer, the dead novelist. <laughs> the dead novelist. Alright, John. Thanks, buddy. It's Ryan. been fun. Forty minutes later. I bet you didn't think we were talking that long. We gotta pair this down to like fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Thanks, buddy. Thank you.